Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. This is The Morgan Report with David Morgan. For the latest in precious metals investing, gold, silver, the economy, and more, go to themorganreport.com. Welcome, everyone. This is David Morgan from The Morgan Report, and today I'm doing a very important podcast on a subject that is near and dear to me, although most people know I'm very uh, acquainted with the resource sector. But for those that don't know and have not become a member of the Morgan Report paid subscriber service, from day one, I have always signed off that report with these words, wishing you health above wealth, wisdom beyond knowledge, David Morgan. And the reason I did that is because to me, if you don't really have your health, it really doesn't matter how much money you've got. Money cannot buy health. And I have a very explicit example within my own family that I will not address during this podcast, but health is very, very important. So I've known known Sophia Smallstorm, who I'm introducing, for some time, and she is a very good, deep thinker and does excellent research. And she brought to my attention a product that uh, I actually had on my shelf and had pretty much uh, stopped using. And I started using it again, and it really made a change. We'll get to that deeper in this podcast. But right now, Sophia, I'd like to introduce you by name only. You can give us your background, and then we can start moving into this this health segment uh, with me. So thank you for coming on board. You're very welcome, David. It's my pleasure. It's very much an honor to do a show with you, honestly. Thank you. Most welcome. Well, you had um, wanted to talk about, um, you know, I'll just say this. As far as my background goes, at one time, I wanted to go to medical school. And as a little child, my father would constantly correct me. He would ask me what I wanted to be when I grew up, and I said, a nurse. And my father said, no, you will be a doctor. And I didn't end up being a doctor. I became quickly disillusioned with the path to med school. And instead, I took a job as an editor in a, on a sports magazine, or two, actually. And I learned a lot about the body because I started to veer into the health and fitness part of sports. I was very interested in sports medicine. I communicated with a lot of researchers, exercise physiologists, cardiologists. Um, scientists of different kinds, and I loved the way that they thought. They were very linear, but they also had to 
have the ability to do really good abstract thinking because when you're researching and when you're trying to develop something that hasn't been properly laid out, because that's what research is, you're looking for undiscovered things, you have to hold pieces of information in your mind and they're all disparate and they're all floating around and then suddenly one thing comes to light and now you can make a necklace or a string and now you have the causal um, picture to this otherwise unexplainable situation or reality and I knew that that was how I liked to think as well and so that has become reflected in my research you could say I don't even know if I do research, but I do what you just said. I do a lot of deep thinking, pondering, and reflection. So I have gotten into bioremediation of late because I started aging. I mean, that's unavoidable. And when I hit about 50, there were these little niggly aches, pain, stiffness, um, things that really bugged me. And I noticed that they worsened my mood as well because naturally things that are going wrong with you on a very subtle level are going to make their way into your consciousness and you're going to be aware of them on some level all the time. And actually the first thing that I began to take was iodine and iodine made a massive difference in my health and that is a show we might do in the future. But the result was that my online store which had focused on selling DVDs and information-related material, alternative educational materials in the form of DVDs and books, I started bringing in the things I was discovering that really helped my own health. And iodine was the first thing I brought in, magnesium was the second, and suddenly I had a store that sold the things that I was discovering for my own improvement, physical, biochemical, metabolic improvement. So now I have a new store called Survival Mode, survivalmodestore.com, because I've realized, David, at this point with everything going on around us environmentally and internally, because we're taking all this in, we are in survival mode, wouldn't you say? Very much. Well, I wanted to jump in, so thank you. <clears throat> and. I would say we are in survival mode, and very few people, yeah, I'd say very few people really understand it. Just because you hear it or you give it a cursory okay or yeah, I get it, unless you're really taking action, from my perspective, it's meaningless just to go along with the herd and say, yeah, it's entertainment. I think a lot in, in the truth movement or the any movement or any genre, uh, have a lot of onlookers and very few action takers, very few activists. Moving on, you know, I've been quoted many times as saying, if it can't be grown, it has to be mined. And I'm all for, uh, you know, mining uh, in a sustainable, uh, Mother Earth-friendly way, which is the way it's done in uh, basically through all the Canadian companies and the U.S. companies, but it's not uh, abided by in other jurisdictions. That's another point. So I wanted to start with the ground up with the ground down. I very much know about, you know, the mineral industry, but coming back to if it can't be grown, it has to be mined. Well, everything sustainable for our health is being grown, and yet the soil has been so depleted and so compromised 
and so polluted that even if you eat quote-unquote organic, what are you really eating? So let's start from the ground, ground up. Sophia, tell us what's going on with the soil. All right. Well, it goes back to the industrial boom. There were many factories, especially during the time of World War II when they were producing all kinds of materials for wartime purposes. There was industrial waste. And in the past, what people would do with this factory waste, now we're talking very noxious compounds that um, accumulate, for instance, in chimneys, sometimes referred to as slag. These factories, these companies, these industries would just take this stuff. They'd descale their chimneys. And they take their industrial waste and dump it on open land somewhere. Nobody used the land. Why not? Just put it there. And then there became this environmental consciousness in America. And we had the EPA cracking down on people for dumping and so forth. And these companies, these industries were told that they had to dispose of this stuff as hazardous waste. And it cost them potentially millions to do so. So somebody had the bright idea that all these compounds consist of earth elements, and I'll name a few, lead, arsenic, barium, strontium, titanium, aluminum, manganese. They're all in the periodic table. They're all found in the earth. So why not mix them with fertilizer and give them to the farmers to sprinkle around on the soil and put it back in the earth? And this is what was done. And it was to my enormous shock and dismay when I learned about this. Because, you know, I spent time at a farmer's market. I had a booth there with my bioremediation products. And I was there for almost five years. And across from me were organic farmers. And some were certified, some were not, because they couldn't afford the fees. But many of them made the point of saying that even a certified organic farmer is permitted by law, to put up to 250 chemicals on his crops as fertilizer, in the form of fertilizer. So this is what I call the silent twin of chemical pesticide. There's chemical fertilizer. And guess what that has done to the soil, to the biome, the bacterial spectrum in the soil? I'm sure it's ruined it in most cases. It has ruined it. In fact, you can also point to the chemical fertilizers that were used directly after the war that didn't necessarily have this other content in them. They consisted of nitrogen, phosphate, things that were, you know, they were all petroleum derived. They were petroleum products turned into, for business purposes and profit purposes, fertilizers. And the United States, its agriculture was trained and weaned on use this and it'll give you greater crop yield. Now why does that happen? Because anytime you put something on the soil that insults it, on plants rather, that insult and injure biology, biology will respond with a rush to to a rush of resilience. So the reason we had the green revolution, the agricultural boom, with what we thought was the help of chemical petroleum-based fertilizers, before they even added the factory chimney flag, the reason we had that green boom was because the crops were being insulted. Now, as they were being insulted, injured, and weakened, 
Guess what comes to crops that start to ail and fail? Pests, pests, insects, mites, moles, all kinds of opportunistic little organisms will start eating at bigger organisms that are in decline. So that brought another industry, chemical pesticides. Now we had chemical fertilizers and chemical pesticides. And what did that do to the bacteria in the soil? It started killing off that enormously varied soil biome. It's called biome. Biome is like the world of biological micro species. You have a biome in your body as well. We house and host literally trillions, trillions, quadrillions of small organisms that are fungal in nature or bacterial in nature. And they are our micro assistants in our biological processes. So the soil biome was destroyed by this vast number of harsh chemicals constantly placed on plants and crops. And so was our own, they call it the gut biome, the body biome, because we eat these crops. And so we are taking in this chemical complement, this vast chemical complement, and it is injuring us internally. Well, let's drill down a little further on that and talk about this Monsanto and this Roundup. And I think the chemical name is glyphosate or something like that. Isn't that just like a carcinogen to the max and yet everyone kind of looks the other way and Monsanto has a patent and they have crops that can only grow because their seeds are manufactured to um, be able to withstand this chemical? Right. That chemical began, I've heard many different things. It began as an antibacterial. It was invented by a Japanese scientist, and it was patented by him. And then it was shelved because he realized it was very, very toxic. It's in the class of what they call organophosphates. And organophosphates, for instance, were used for defoliation in Vietnam, killing the jungle in order to see the enemy better. And glyphosate was another big discovery in the organophosphate group. Agent Orange was probably the biggest one before that. But these organophosphates, their backbone is an amino acid called glycine. And they are basically, that's a critical amino acid in nature. It's a, so it's a critical amino acid flanked by toxins on either side. And it makes it very easily deliverable into biological um, bodies, whether they're large or small. So glyphosate is water-soluble, David. In nature, supertoxins are fat-soluble. That way they don't get into the bloodstream. They don't get into the cytoplasm of the cell because all those um, matrices are water-based. So glyphosate, being water-based, has been released in massive, unimaginable quantities. It's an herbicide. And this goes along with, you know, they said that um, the rich people had lawns, the poor people had gardens and little crop patches and farms. So if you were very rich, for instance, going into the antebellum south, you had a big, vast green lawn in front of your house with its columns. And you didn't have to do any work. Other people did the work for you. So in America, we have that patch of front lawn as a, 
it's sort of like a throwback to, it's a sign, it's a signal that we are affluent, even if it's a small front lawn. And the last thing we want on our front lawn is a weed or weeds. So this herbicide developed by this Japanese scientist was taken on by Monsanto and it was created into something put in a spray gun that you could kill weeds with. So everybody wanted weed, weeds to be gone because weeds were the undesirable part of um, landscaping. And even in farms, you don't want the weeds choking out your crop. So this herbicide that Monsanto uh, took on the production of, it was actually taken off patent because that's habitually what happens. Things will have be patented only for a certain number of times. So in 2007, glyphosate was taken off patent and now it's being manufactured by enormous companies worldwide, a lot of it in China. And last year, two billion kilos of glyphosate were sold worldwide. And being water soluble, glyphosate gets into the air, it gets into the groundwater, it gets into the rain, it gets into your tissues. We're 90 something percent water ourselves. And it's extremely dangerous. And guess what? Only one tenth of one percent of it actually reaches its target, which would be wheat. So of two billion kilos sold in 2016, 99.9% .9 of that glyphosate did not go to its target. Wow. Well, I'd like to go ahead and move on now to a very important fact that we all know, or most of us do, that study health even at a cursory level. And that is what we call the second brain, the gut, the gut feeling. In fact, some have called the uh, that reaction or that what we call feeling in the West <clears throat> as being secondary to the to our head brain, but uh, other cultures actually think it's uh, as important, if not more important. I don't want to necessarily go there, but it, it is extremely important. And again, those in the West are kind of just waking up to this fact, unless you're kind of at the leading edge and very curious about, about health. So let's talk about how the gut in the West has been compromised because of the soil depletion and everything that we're putting in our bodies that's basically contaminated. Okay, so because the bacterial spectrum in the soil, meaning the types of bacteria in the soil, have been cut down, diminished, depleted, destroyed by all these chemical agents that the soil has had to endure for so many decades, we who transfer products of the soil into our bodies, whether we are meat eating, we're eating animals that are herbivores themselves, or we eat the plants that are directly grown in the soil. Our gut biome has been diminished also. Now let me give you the numbers. We are supposed to have in each of us between 20,000 and 30,000 different types of bacteria living in our gut. That is our gut biome. That's what it ideally should be. 20 to 30,000 different species of bacteria, which I'll tell you what they do in a minute, um, but we don't. It now takes 44 people together to come up with 10,000 different types of bacteria. So if you do the math, 
we're each running at less than 10% of what we should have in our gut biome in terms of spectral diversity of microorganisms. Okay, well, I understand the math, but I don't, I want to go beyond that, of course. So what does that mean for me as an average American trying to eat organic, trying to do the right thing, trying to stay healthy, since I'm at that such a depleted level? Well, what does that mean to me? Does that mean that I'm not getting the nutrients out of my food or that, or that you could get by in 10% and absorb everything? What, what's the meaning of that number? The meaning of that is that a long time ago, we as whatever organism we were, we complexified. We were like a big corporation, like Exxon or Chevron. We incorporated another life form, which would be bacteria, into our body. We are eukaryotes in the life kingdom. They are prokaryotes. We brought in prokaryotic organisms into our bodies, and we gave them the job of breaking down our food. So, David, you can choose your food, you can cook it, you can grow it, you can eat it, you can say it tastes wonderful, but you cannot break down your own food. Human beings cannot process the food they eat. They rely on the bacteria living in their gut to do that. And let me point out here that the gut is not just in your stomach. It's not just your intestines and your stomach and various parts of your digestive system down there. Your gut actually starts in your head. It starts with your sinus passages. It, start, it includes your esophagus. It includes the mucosal membranes, even in your eyes. The making of mucus is part of, it's a gut reflex. It's an agent of cleaning the gut. The tissues in your uh, sinus passages are gut membrane tissues. They are, you have a gut wall. Now the gut wall is the membrane enclosing that whole gut biome. So you have your gut biome lives, part of it lives in your nose and your head. And that gut membrane extends all the way down to your rectum and it holds in all these bacteria which break down your food. They liberate the fats and the sugars from the food you eat. And then your blood vessels on the other side of your gut wall, they deliver the fats and the sugars through the bloodstream to yourself. Now here's part two of our incorporation, our complexification. In your cell are these tiny little organelles, they're called organelles, mini organs. They're called mitochondria specifically. And they're not human. They're not human. They derive from ancient bacteria. So you've got bacteria living in your gut that break the fats and sugars out of the food. Those fats and sugars are sent to the cells, to the mitochondria in the cell, and the mitochondria pull the electrons out of the fats and the sugars and build the fuel molecule of the cell, which is called ATP, adenosine triphosphate. So without foreign life forms inside you, bacteria, you can't process food to make your cellular energy. And you would die within 15 seconds if you couldn't make ATP. And let me give you an idea of how much ATP your body makes. Your body makes your own body weight in ATP every day. That's how much energy your cells need. So in your gut, you've only got 10% of the bacteria 
And there's a reason why that is going to fail you eventually. So if you have anything to say or a question, go ahead. Yeah, well, wow. It's very, very interesting and, and very disheartening to put it in English because I had no idea that, uh, now I had an idea about the soil being depleted. I didn't understand fully until now how significantly the biome, how important it is and how compromised we've been there. So if you don't mind, I'd really like to leap to the solution. I mean, what, what can be done? Uh, obviously eating healthy, quote unquote, isn't the solution. We need to buy, build back the gut biome, and I understand that, you know, you've discovered about this product is something rather significant, and so I think we should go ahead and start discussing what the solutions are. Okay, so let's ask the question first. Why do we need 30,000 different kinds of bacteria in our gut? We've got what we call monoculture, the soil has a monobiome or monoculture, and we import those, you know, limited bacterial forms into our body. So we have monogut. We have a monoculture in our gut biome. That means we have only certain species and many copies of them, right? So let me just say this. When you take probiotics, people think, oh, good, I need more gut flora, gut bacteria. I'll take a probiotic. First of all, probiotics are very limited in their spectrum as well. Many probiotics only offer you three to four variants of bacteria, sometimes five to seven. I found a probiotic that had 16 different types, but they come from cow's intestines. Are they going to help us? Not really. Maybe for a week or two, but after that, there is no benefit to taking probiotics. Yet the probiotics is a $30 billion industry. So that's one potential solution, but now I have unmasked it as not very effective. So we need this 30,000 different kinds, and you can travel the world, and you're not going to find anywhere where modern farming, modern pollution has not destroyed the soil, the modern soil. And let me point out that at one time, we had 200 feet of topsoil on this planet. And today, wherever you go, you're not going to find more than 18 inches or 2 feet. And that has to do with all the grading, all the construction, and all the types of farming that we've done that have removed, physically removed the topsoil. The wind has literally blown it away. So why do we need the 30,000 different kinds of bacteria? Let me say that we have many different kinds of cells and tissues in our body. You have all different kinds of brain cells, all different kinds of skin cells, all different kinds of cells in your eyes. They all do different things, these cells and these tissues. And these bacteria in your gut, for their energy-making purposes, they produce a carbon molecule to make their energy. And each type of bacteria produces a different type of carbon molecule. I call these, I liken these to motorcycle sidecars. If you picture the bacteria as a motorcycle, it has to have a sidecar next to it that makes its energy. So 30,000 kinds of bacteria would make 30,000 different kinds of carbon sidecars. And a limited gut biome would only give you a limited number of carbon metabolites, carbon molecules. So these carbons, they 
signal to all of our different cells and tissues. They talk directly to the mitochondria in our vast spectrum of cells and tissues, and they regulate our health in that method. They uptick and downtick. They tell the mitochondria when the cell is becoming too toxic, when it's glycolytic, when it needs to die. They literally are the conductors of our health as they relate to those types of cells. So when you only have a limited gut biome, a monogut, you don't have enough carbon molecules, you don't have enough types to talk to all your different cells, all the range of different kinds of cells. So you're only able to regulate your health in a very limited way because you're missing those carbon molecules because you don't have enough different kinds of bacteria to make enough different kinds of carbon. Is that clear? Very clear. So let's talk about the product that you've discovered and I've been taking for a while and let our listeners know that there is a solution to this dilemma. David, the product, I have to say I didn't discover it. I stumbled on it, which is very different from making it. It is made by Biomic Sciences, which is in Virginia. And the founder of Biomic Sciences is a very talented physician called Zachary Bush. Now, there was a team of chemists that worked with him, but Bush, Zachary Bush had a brainwave. He was originally a chemotherapy researcher. He was a person working for and funded by the NIH making chemotherapy agents. And there was a particular relationship that chemotherapy has, especially the formulation of chemotherapy, to mitochondria. So when you make chemotherapy agents, even though you and I might not approve of them, the molecules are created such that they have binding sites that match the cells of that type of cancer. So the idea is to specifically target chemotherapy to a particular kind of cell. So Bush knew that chemotherapy has special shaped binding sites that match the mitochondria of whatever cell it is. And that's what gave him the brainwave when he looked at some diagrams of materials in the soil, a soil biome paper he was studying. He saw that there was this carbon molecule that had binding sites on it that matched with mitochondria. And that's where the lightning bolt went off for him. So Bush, Zachary Bush, went to the American Southwest, to the desert, and he excavated soil. No, I shouldn't call it soil. Desert earth. It's desiccated soil. It's soil that at one time had an enormous bacterial biome living in it. But the bacteria are gone. This soil is now compressed, compacted, dried. The bacteria don't, can't live in it anymore. But guess what's there? The carbon molecules are there. A vast spectrum of carbon metabolites have remained in desert earth. So he was able, with his team of chemists, to, to activate the lignite. They're called, it's called the lignite extract. The product is called Restore, and it is effectively a lignite extract that has been, through a patented process, it's able to activate and bring into your body these vital 
carbon molecules that the modern soil can't give you. That's amazing. So give me a little bit further breakdown, Sophia. Is it something that is, uh, you know, you take it for a month, you take it every day, do you take it three times a day? What's the breakdown to get your gut biome squared away? <clears throat> you, okay, Restore is a liquid. It comes in a bottle and it looks like weak Lipton tea. It's a brown liquid with almost no taste at all. And the idea is to take a teaspoon of it before each meal. So three meals a day, three teaspoons a day. And that will put this line of carbon metabolites back into your gut. Where the first thing they do is they keep that gut wall membrane intelligent and tight. Because the presence of toxins in our environment messes up the functionality, the very specific, precise functionality of that gut wall. Our gut wall is one cell thick, and the interlocking cells are controlled by what's called tight junctions. So the tight junctions are very, very intelligent. They know not to open up before the proteins and fats are properly processed in your gut and let those half-baked molecules out into your bloodstream where you'll start to have autoimmune response. You'll get antibody production. So the gut wall is intelligent. It is closed and tight when it needs to be, and then when things are properly digested, it opens up and it lets them out because there's blood vessels waiting on the other side saying, give me the nutrients. I've got to take them to all the cells. So when your gut wall is failing and glyphosate, the second you go outside, you could eat the best organic food in the world. You go outside, and you're breathing in glyphosate. Glyphosate is everywhere, and glyphosate immediately makes that gut wall fail. It makes it unintelligent. You could say it dumbs down your gut wall. So the, one of the very important things Restore does is it makes the gut membrane intelligent again because those carbon molecules are signaling to the cells. They're, they help to control those tight junctions and your body is now in good working order again. Well, that's excellent. Well, you haven't asked me for a personal experience on it, but uh, I have been taking it now for about two weeks straight. And I have to say, the first thing I noticed was an increased, it elevated my mood. I just felt you know, better, happier. Uh, I'll even use the word a little more carefree. You know, I wasn't quite <laughs> as, uh, oh, you know, I was just happier. And uh, the other thing I've noticed is that my energy levels seem to be more steady throughout the day at um, where I'm at in life, you know, past 60 and the workload that I take on and all the life concerns that we all have, pretty much I get a slowdown or a ebb in the middle of the afternoon, 2, 3, 4 p.m. or whatever. And what I've noticed since I've been taking Restore faithfully is that uh, I don't even notice that. I just, you know, buzz through the day, uh, not like an energy drink or anything like that, just, you know, steady, good energy. I want to back up slightly. I don't want to talk about myself too much, but as you know, Sophia, since we had an offline talk before the podcast, you know, I used to run triathlons. I was a triathlete, and I didn't even start that until I was in my 50s. And I'm pretty studied on nutrition, not to the level that you are, but, you know, I know how important ATP is, 
And as an endurance athlete, I mean, this is critical. And so I'd always look for ways to, you know, do better. And a lot of that not had not only had to do with training, it had to do with nutrition. So there's always, you know, everybody in the field that takes it seriously is always looking for that kind of that nutritional edge or that supplement or whatever. But really, you brought it full circle to where you're not absorbing everything if you don't have the right biome in the gut. It really doesn't matter too much what you're putting in as an aid. It might help you, but unless you can really get all the components distributed correctly through the gut, you're really not getting all the benefit that you could be getting. Is that correct? Yeah, David. And what's also happening is with a leaky gut, leaky gut is the beginning of all disease. Asthma, for instance, Dr. Bush says, is not a disease of the lungs. It's a disease of the gut. It's a failure of the gut wall expressed in the lungs. So all your illness, all your ailments begin with failure in your gut. And that's why putting that gut back in order, it's not just digestive issues that Restore is going to help, and it helps those pretty amazingly. It starts helping everything. And the first thing that people report is elevated mood. You start feeling happy. I believe that this translates from an order that is brought to you on the cellular level. When you have that liquid circuit board, we are electrical. And when those electrical charges are going to the right places, the signaling is not being um, being interrupted and broken down and disassembled by too many toxins. When the containment of toxins and the processing of toxins is now being done in a proper way because you've got the right electrical signaling going on, you've got the right membranes opening and closing when they should, that translates into a very much more settled contentment in your own consciousness. Because if you are in disarray on a cellular level, it's going to eventually make its way into your brain and your mind. And one thing that people report when they take Restore is clarity of thinking. They don't forget as much. Well, that's excellent. So where do we go to uh, find out more about Restore and purchase it if we care to? Uh, I have brought it into survivalmodestore.com, and I have tested it myself on many, many friends. I've sold it privately. I've sold it in my other store, and it is seriously, people are falling in love with it. I am getting feedback from all kinds of people, all kinds of ages, and they're extremely amazed by what it seems to address after years and years of not being able to find a solution. And I'm talking about all kinds of problems, not just gut problems. It seems to address the gut problem very, very quickly. Now, let me just say this, that when you eat gluten, this whole gluten thing that's going on, this gluten avoidance, Gluten opens the gut wall as well. It's similar. It, it makes your body release zonulin, produce zonulin. zonulin. Zonulin is a protein that opens up that gut membrane. And then you start having all kinds of irritation issues, irritable gut, irritable bowel. And Restore, because it makes that membrane intelligent, it allows people, this is kind of amazing, but it allows people who are gluten intolerant to tolerate gluten. 
Bush says, I should call him Dr. Bush, says that within four weeks or so, people who couldn't eat gluten are usually able to process gluten with no problem. That's amazing. That is amazing. So since this is a podcast, can you give out the website and just spell it out slowly? Because there will be people that are just listening. This will be posted uh, on our YouTube channel as well. We can put the web link in the show notes, but a lot of people will just be listening. So can you uh, repeat that for us, please? Yes, survivalmodestore.com. There are two sizes that we sell. There's the 16-ounce bottle, which is $50, and that lasts a month at the three teaspoon a day dose. And there is the 32-ounce bottle, which is $70, and that will last two months at the 30, uh, three teaspoons per day dose. Now, you can take less than three teaspoons a day if you're a small person. I do. This is my own. This is what I do. I'm 100 pounds. I figure I'm two-thirds of what the average person weighs. I don't eat as much as they do. So I personally take two teaspoons a day, but one before each meal. And um, this is another thing I found. David, when your gut leaks, you have a lot of wasted nutrients. This is why we have to take supplements in large quantities, because they're getting wasted. They're not being put to economical use. And one thing I discovered with Restore was I didn't have to take other stuff. I didn't have to take HCL Stim, probiotics, CoQ10, ubiquinol, this, that, the other thing, because I truly feel that the improvements Restore itself is making in me because my liquid circuit board, my redox signaling is now in proper order. My cells are electrically communicating properly. Why should I go out and spend all these dollars every month on things that I'm not going to need? Sure. It makes so perfect so, sense. Yeah, so even though people, they recoil and they go, oh my God, $50 a month. Well, $50 a month for what this does for you, wait till you experience the benefits. Because everybody seems to experience something positive given enough time. And I've discovered that the people who are in relatively good health, meaning they eat properly, as much organic as possible, they exercise, they sleep, they've taken pains to reduce radio frequencies and electrosmog and processed food in their lives, they are the ones who report the benefits faster. The other people who have significant challenges, it, it takes longer for them. But I would say everybody should give Restore a chance. I'm just very excited about it, and I'm sorry if I sound a little bit like a Restore, you know, um, uh, what's the word, a, a zealot. <laughs> well, I'd consider you to be a zealot on it. So I think we've covered the important uh, points. And I just want to give you the floor again, uh, Sophia, if there's anything that you haven't said or emphasized that you want to do before we close out this podcast. And again, let me thank you for your time, bringing this to my attention, reacquainting me with Restore. And again, uh, let me just say one more thing, and that is, as I stated earlier, I've taken a lot of supplements over the years, especially while I was training hard and then when I was doing the triathlon thing. And most of the time, I didn't seem to get much benefit from stuff. But this is one that uh, you had called me and asked me, you know, how to, you know, my position on it. <clears throat> and I said, I actually had some. So you told me, get on it. 
start taking it on a regular basis. And as I said, it's only been a couple of weeks. And this is one of the few that I have on my shelf that I can really state honestly does make a difference. Yeah, and give yourself some more time, David, because the more consistently you take it, the more you're going to notice, as I have, oh, such and such has gone away. For instance, I used to use a cordless phone way too much because it was convenient. Do you remember the days when you would walk around the house with your phone crooked on your shoulder and your neck bent? Because you could go everywhere now. You didn't have a wire that was getting tangled and people were falling over it. And so that created a fluttering of my eardrum for many, many years. And I was bummed because this eardrum in my right ear fluttered constantly. It was like a moth trapped in my ear. And I figured I'm stuck with it. I've done some damage to the tympanic membrane, the eardrum, and I don't know how to fix it. I stopped using the cordless phone. I don't use cell phones. I don't have Wi-Fi, but my eardrum's still fluttering away. Guess what? Gone. I've been on Restore four months, and I realized about six, seven weeks ago, I don't have that fluttering eardrum. How is that possible? All I can say is, is Restore. Wow. That's, that's great. Well, I guess we'll close out there again if you need to say anything here at the end as we wrap up. Uh, certainly, I'll hand it back to you, Sophia, but I want to thank you for your time. And again, circling full back to the where we started the interview, I mean, health really, really is important. Uh, there's an adage that if you have your health, you're as rich as any king. I certainly believe that. Uh, and I think there's a, not enough emphasis placed on what really works and what doesn't. And that's why I wanted to take the time to talk about this product and thank you personally for bringing it back to my attention because uh, there's so much stuff that for me personally hasn't really done much and this one really has. So thank you for your time, Sophia. You're very welcome. And I thank the listeners. I also want to add one little thing. You're going to sleep so well taking Restore. It really improves the depth of sleep and your creative dreams dreams start getting really, really interesting, like Hollywood movies. And to me, that's a sign that your vitality is coming back. So thank you, David. I hope you will get a resurgence of vitality yourself to the point that you had in the peak of your youth. You deserve it. Well, thank you for that. I'm I'm kind of half laughing. That would be pretty awesome. I had a lot of energy in my youth, let me tell you. Anyway, <clears throat> Sophia, thanks so much for your time. Uh, everyone listening, please go by uh, it's Survival Mode. What was the website one more time? SurvivalModeStore.com. Store. We're going to be putting up audios and videos explaining and discussing a lot of the products. There's lots of products on Survival Mode. They're all my own best-selling products that I've tested and hand-picked over the years. But this is a store that um, will have a lot more content on it as we develop it. So survivalmodestore.com. Please look at Restore, look at iodine, magnesium. There are a lot of different things there, including household um, items for the household, personal care. So, David, thank you. And hopefully we will talk again about another uh, health-related topic. Very good, Sophia. Thank you so much. This is The Morgan Report with David Morgan. For the latest in precious metals investing, gold, silver, the economy, and more, go to themorganreport.com. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.